Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There are perennial stories that USA Today does that we love. Um, and uh, like some of them, I mean, you can just count on them. They're more, they're more, they're like monthly. Like the, uh, you know, uh, how much fecal matter is on your keyboard at work. You know, that sort of story. Quite um, a bit. <laughs> but uh, this story about once a year hits, and I can't wait to get into the numbers. How many people die from medical mistakes every year? Oh, Always boy. a shocking number. Always a shocking number and worth hearing. Because I spent most of my life thinking, you know, these people are professionals. They know what they're doing. <sighs> they make What's mistakes. the batting average? All human beings make mistakes. Sure. And this year they include not just the number of people that die from mistakes, but are permanently disabled from dis- mistakes. Oh, which ain't what no, a nightmare. Can you imagine? Which ain't no great shakes either. So we'll get to that oh. coming up. But first, let's open the China cabinet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> a series of China. stories about China. That's right, sir. Thank you, Mr. President. You are the king of the jivey names for segments. What? I'm not sure how significant this is, but it's significant. 
Over the past decade or so, Hollywood movies have become less and less popular in China. Their influence and profitability is plunging. And they start with an interview with 60-year-old Fang Fang. No relation to Eric Swalwell's former girlfriend, the Chinese spy. Says Fang Fang, Hollywood movies are more and more nonsense nowadays. Superheroes like Spider-Man, Captain America are so superficial, I won't even watch them in IMAX 3D. Fang and millions of other Chinese moviegoers are forcing Hollywood executives to confront an alarming new reality. The country that once embraced their films is now turning away from them. This summer has been a bloodbath for the U.S. entertainment industry and the world's second largest market, cementing a years-long gravitation among Chinese consumers toward Chinese movies. The numbers are shocking. So they used to like going to see superhero movies, and now they don't? Did they just get tired of them? Is it the uh, increasing reality that everybody in America recognizes China as an enemy and everybody in China recognizes the United States as an enemy? Is that just it? I think that's probably part of it. I think you have audiences on both sides of the divide getting a little worn out by... You know, retreads of various superheroes or adventure movies. Um, and the Chinese film industry is, is gaining in quality and sophistication, too, from what I understand. Plus, they offer up, you know, similar fare with a rah-rah China flavor to it. Anyway, um, t- total box office sales for U.S. films in China hit almost $600 million in the first six months of the year. $600 million, that's down from $1.9 billion in the first half of 2019 before COVID crippled uh, the movie industry after it leaked out of the Wuhan lab. More on that to come. Um, so it is about a third of what it was just a few years ago. Could this be And the good? number of movies that uh, cracked the top 10 is, is much smaller, too. Could this be good news for American movie consumers that Hollywood will think, oh, you can't make money in China. We might as well make movies that Americans like. As opposed to right. worrying mostly about what the Chinese public wants. And perhaps we'll stop prostituting ourselves to the Chinese communist government and their citizens and their demands on us. Yeah, it's possible, but it's going to hurt. It's going to be billions and billions of dollars of revenue lost to the movie studios, which, believe me, they've noticed. Uh, the box office tallies of some releases this summer have been disastrous compared with what's with such uh, uh, high profile movies could have once grossed in China. Walt Disney's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny made $3.3 million so far. That's the same haul from China as they made in Denmark. Yeah, but uh, the, uh, the Indiana Jones is now an 85-year-old. All right, let's go with Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Opened at $25.4 million in China. That's 66% below the last installment. Uh, so one-third. A few performances so far have been as anemic as Disney's new Woke the Little Mermaid, which has grossed $3.7 million since late May, putting it on par in one of the world's most populous countries with its box office performance in Chile that has a population of 19 million. Yeah, that's nothing in China. Wow. They did not like the Little Mermaid. They did not. Moving along, but staying in the China cabinet. No, no, no. Oh, whoops. Too late. (laughs) Now the gong. No gone? There you go. Official American diplomacy is definitely cold toward China right now, and so Xi Jinping has rolled out the red carpet in recent days for 100-year-old Henry Kissinger, telling him that the Chinese people will always remember you and saying you're a close friend. And Bill Gates, who they also called an old friend, high-profile meetings, shaking hands, talking about the important relationship, blah, blah, blah. So 
as the economy of China has stalled and indeed is moving backward in some important sectors, and the Biden administration, administration, to their credit, is still pretty chilly to China. China's saying, are there any Americans that like us? Let's bring them over. Let's put them on TV. And Henry Kissinger, who I'm a fan of, but uh, who he and his boss... Richard Nixon got credit for decades for opening China, and it turns out that they said, how about we could lure in the United States, calm them into thinking we're good people, and really live off of their checkbook for a while. That's what happened. Yeah, let's promise them we'll reform if they just I mean, give us trillions of dollars. It was like you thought you picked up a hot chick, and no, she's going to slip you a pill. You're going to pass out, and she's going to rip you off. That's what happened. Hey, man, I got, uh, she's interested in me. That's what was happening with China and the United States. Yeah, China was an expert, brilliantly played the beautiful but shy girl at the end of the bar or whatever that glances a couple times and just, (laughs) you have to work at it a little bit. But then, yeah, then she slips you the Mickey and takes your watch. (laughs) Said Dennis Wilder, former head of China analysis at the CIA, quote, this looks very much like a deliberate Chinese strategy. The Chinese are energizing those with a vested interest in the Chinese economy and the overall relationship. Oh, uh, John Kerry and uh, Elon Musk also on that list of people recently vetted and embraced our good friends. As old Xi Jinping said, yeah, all right, now, F you. We're commies. We've always been commies, and we're going to take you on. And then his economy tanked, and he's like, whoa, I, don't, I was in a mood. I was, I'm was. i so sorry. Too much caffeine. We're buds still, right? Come on, let's be buddies. God, it's so transparent. And finally, speaking of John Kerry, the great irony of the Chinese heat wave. And, of course, every heat wave, Jack, can be explained by one thing. Climate change. Climate change has caused all the heat everywhere around the world. Guess what China does to get the electricity to run their air conditioners? They burn coal, and they're burning coal like crazy and building more and more plants and mines and the rest of it to burn even more coal in the future to take care of the heat waves that may or may not be caused by climate change. So let's decimate the American economy funnel trillions of dollars in taxpayer money into phony green enterprises, etc., while China does, does what they're doing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The irony, Jack, it's just too much. Well, another China story that we mentioned yesterday, and Ian Bremmer tweeted out yesterday saying, I'm surprised this news isn't everywhere. I agree. Why isn't this getting more attention? The Biden administration is suspending funding for the Wuhan lab for the next 10 years is what they're proposing why isn't that a bigger story? To me, that is just an admission that 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 the virus came out of that lab. What's just coincidentally, you're no longer going to fund that lab, but that that's not where the virus came from. What? Well, and I, you know, it's funny that should have been the lead story for the China cabinet, and I apologize that it wasn't. But yeah, I'm trying to find the actual report on that. They have documented uh, terrible lapses in safety protocols, right. past, present, and future. Right with. Uh, evidence number one that the worst virus in a hundred years came out of there, and and now they're saying, well, we didn't fund the specific research that people are saying might have leaked the virus, uh, but I guess we don't know what everything, what all they were doing in that lab. They might have been doing stuff we don't know. Right. So they're coming, they're edging closer and closer and closer to a confession. And once again, remember, like Hunter's laptop, if you even said. 
we really need to investigate the lab leak theory. There's so much circumstantial evidence. Your Twitter account would be suspended. You'd be booted off Facebook. If you were a public figure, you would be decried as a conspiracy theorist and a maniac by the New York Times, Washington Post, and all the alphabet networks. And now the U.S. government is saying, yeah, yeah, we we can't do business with that lab anymore because they, well, leak viruses a lot. Unfreaking believable. You, you can't be cynical enough about the level of dishonesty in big time politics. Why? Because there's trillions of dollars at stake. You hate to go to the hospital and get uh, killed or permanently disabled by a mistake. Happens to lots of people. We'll get to those numbers coming up. But uh, somebody won a billion dollars in the Powerball, and uh, the ticket was purchased by a person. In California, we now know it was at the Mini Market in Los Angeles, the last Los Palmitas Mini Market. Oh, I go there all the time. An, I know. That's where I buy my Prime, my Prime that's Energy right. Drink. I get my Slim Jims and my uh, my uh, my Giant Monster Energy Drink. Right. Right. Some condoms and a stale donut. That's where I buy them, right there. Uh, it's in the Fashion District. So uh, that particular mini market can look forward to long lines for years to come as dunderpates think it now has the magic touch <laughs> oh that's beautiful plus they get a giant cut they get they get one percent i think don't they wow that's a lot yeah heck yeah it is and why do you get one percent i mean that's fine but congratulations sell the tickets randomly I guess it's the in- that's the incentive. that Yeah, you get underpates into your store who might purchase a stale donut and some condoms. But also, you know, if a win comes from your store, you get a little uh, thanks for the effort. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the people buying the energy drinks, the cigarettes, and other unhealthy things and want lottery tickets, you have a, a reason to not to, 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 like, to push that product. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. Sure. I get it. Yeah. Um, Politico out with a story today on how the White House accommodates for Joe Biden's feebleness that's pretty interesting got to get to that too and and on that topic one of the stupidest things the washington post has ever put into print (laughs) okay these are all things to look forward to and they that's a high bar right stay tuned armstrong and getty Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm on that tractor every day, whether the grass needs cutting or not. I go around and check, and when I see it, I cut it. The yard keeps me busy. I don't like to do housework. I had a push mower, but I was a younger girl. I could push that, but now forget it. I've always owned a John Deere. I like the John Deere's. That's a 97-year-old woman who mows lawns to stay fit? Is that a woman or a man? That's a a lady, I believe. Okay. Um, As we pointed out yesterday, it's mostly genetics. I mean, you know, the fact that you're staying active helps, definitely. A lot of people would like to stay active but can't. You know, I just saw a headline that uh, they they think wearing a hearing aid can reduce mental decline by like 30%. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because you stay tuned into the world around you. People who have hearing loss often become very isolated. Speaking of age, the um, there's an article in Politico today about how while the Biden White House downplays any talk of age, there are accommodations being made subtly that they're not admitting to. For instance, they've started using this short set of steps that are part of the plane. They're retractable instead of the really long, steep stairs that you roll up to the back of the plane. I don't know why they would have ever not done this in the first place. But uh, it's been noticed that that has become the normal way to do it. So it's just a few stairs to retractable steps that are part of the plane. The things Mm. that we've seen him stumble on are big staircases that are separate that you roll up next to the plane. And, you know, you do that long, grand red carpet walk up there if you're younger than 80 and then wave to everyone and go in. But so now they're they're rolling out these tiny little steps. There's one thing I thought that was kind of interesting. Um on the, on the plane, after Joe Biden had once again walked in with the shorter stairs, Press Secretary KJP was asked about it during an in-flight press gaggle. Was Biden having mobility problems? One reporter asked. Um, he's had a couple of in- incidents falling on the stairs. Is this just better for him? And Jean-Pierre said, I don't have any decision process to walk through. Kind of a Thank you for that. What kind of a phrase is that? All right. One designed to end the questioning. Although, you know what? Honestly, I have no he's problem 80. Right. I have no problem. Nope. Accommodate him by all means. It's uh, his mental faculties I'm worried about. Politico said, why climb 26 steep stairs when 14 flatter stairs would do? Well, I would agree. I might do that at my current age, just 
Why am I walking way up those stairs? What's the point? Uh, but they also go to the shoes uh, that are different, and they've noticed. One, um, a one person close to the president said Biden used to always resist wearing anything other than dress shoes, believing that any other footwear looked unpresidential, but he has eased up on that stance in recent months. Moreover, the person said the Biden, whose gait has noticeably stiffened to the point where it was noted by his doctor in his annual physical, is also at times still bothered by residual soreness from his foot. Well, he broke blah, 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 remember, with his dogs. Um, and he's wearing various kinds of tennis shoes that don't have a heel on them and are less likely to get caught on a stair or anything like that, which is another thing old people do, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, that's reasonable. Again, it's his mind I'm cur- I'm sure. worried about. Yeah, uh, th- just an utter, and, and to that point, utterly ridiculous article in the Washington Post prominently featured why experts aren't all that concerned about Biden's and Trump's ages. <laughs> data and experts suggest, data and experts suggest both men would likely retain the ability to perform as president. But many Americans are still concerned about how old they are. What? And they go into about all sorts of, well, on average, in actuarial tables, and many people stay sharp, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a counterpoint, uh, please. Michael, do you have that, uh, that clip? Brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they, uh, and, uh, at the, uh, and Akwa and Al-Shram. Well, although on average, according to actual, some people uh, stay sharp into their 90s. Yeah, I'm not worried about some people. I'm worried about Badakhat Kefkare there, who's mumbling incoherently and has to be told where to go repeatedly. Well, on average, blah, blah, blah. What an idiotic article this is. Yeah, the interesting thing is who made the journalistic decision to write that article, or did somebody from the White House push to get that? I mean, that's just dumb. Stephen Austad, who studies healthy aging at the University of Alabama, says, I don't think it'll be a problem unless something dramatic comes out during the campaign that age will be a major factor. Then they mention only one in three Americans say Biden is mentally sharp and physically healthy enough to hold off. (laughs) I hope he has better doctors. Um, And it might not be your doctor's fault. Maybe it's just the way the business works. A lot of mistakes get made. We find this number every year shocking. The new numbers are out. How many people die or are permanently disabled from medical mistakes? We'll get to that coming up. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That my granddad gave me. They say one day they're gonna round up. Well, that's it. Might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. I don't like much modern country. I do like Jason Aldean. I will not listen to his new pro lynching song. I have not listened to the words. Come on. I've not listened to the words, but I have been told by country music television, CMT, who pulled the video. That it is pro-lynching and aimed at Black Lives Matter, which is ridiculous. His new song, Try That in a Small Town, which is, of course, as we predicted yesterday, already number one. The number one country song, and it will be, <laughs> it will make, it'll make more money than any song he's ever put out. Uh, so, good job of uh, squashing that, for stupid reasons. Um, This story is comes out every single year and i'm always amazed by the numbers the number of the, the the number of people that die from medical mistakes i remember the first time we ever heard it and it was like how could that be and it turns out i guess i guess it's just more difficult than we all think to diagnose and treat people and i learned that through my cancer treatment i mean i i went from a guy who just thought well these are experts they know what they're doing to to realizing they are experts but it's an art as much as a science and different people have different opinions and it's a good idea to talk to a number of people about whatever your situation is. And uh, I think these numbers out from Johns Hopkins that came out this week should uh, definitely back up that thought. An estimated 795,000 deaths and permanent disabilities yearly. Almost 800,000 deaths and permanent disabilities. So the number is about 371,000 people die every year from mistakes uh and 424,000 close to half a million sustained permanent disabilities such as brain damage blindness loss of limbs or organs or metastasized cancer each year that's a very large number is that wait a second i'm I'm trying to do the math here i've never been like spectacular at math and john's spectacular i mean competent john's hopkins took this from dozens of earlier studies um, I mean, this is good, solid information. 300, how many th- thousand die? 371,000 people die. So obviously, okay. if it was 360,000 people dying, it'd be 30,000 a month. That's a lot. Bingo, zingo. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a lot of people as a percentage of the population. 
If it were um, a disease, like COVID or something, people would be going crazy. We'd be shutting down schools or wearing masks or something. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, that's scary. And and I appreciate you saying, you know, the, maybe there's just a, essentially what you're saying is, maybe there's just a batting average beyond which you're not going to achieve as a doctor or a surgeon. There's just too much right. that's I, unknown. Or, you know, this works 85% of the time, means 15% of the time it doesn't. On the other hand, I would point out that the medical uh, world right now is full of corporations buying up practices. I've read about it in family medicine, in anesthesiology, um, and surgery centers, and the corporations are buying them up. And then they're saying to the doctors, you got to see more and more people. We need you to see 22 people every day or whatever the number is. you got to do this many cases, and they are under the gun, which will absolutely lead to mistakes. Yeah, I'm definitely open to the idea that it could be a structural problem that can be improved, but I do think I stupidly now, looking back on it, and maybe a lot of y'all feel this way, I don't know, uh, just somehow grew up with the idea that, you know, it was it was a science science. You know, you run the test, this is what it is. This is how we treat it. End of story. It's not mm-hmm. like that. Um, they think it's this, and this is probably that. And sometimes they're right. Most of the time they're right. But certainly not always. The uh, 40% of those severe outcomes, and I would call, I'd call death or permanent disability a severe outcome, uh, 40, 40% of those are linked to errors in diagnosing a group of five conditions. Stroke, sepsis, pneumonia, uh, that thrombosis thingy, blood clot in the vein. Mm-hmm situation and lung cancer those are where about half of the problems come just in those five areas um i've told this story before and i I, again i don't i don't blame anybody for this but i was being treated for a prostate infection for like a month or so and then i went to a different specialist he talked to me for like five minutes at most didn't even do anything. Just talked to me. Said you don't have a prostate infection, and wow. ordered a scan. And I had a tumor, and I had cancer, and I went on a nine-month jury a journey of uh, chemotherapy and radiation. But I mean, I was completely going the wrong direction, just because things are hard to diagnose. I guess. Wow. Um, wow. And I, uh, I have uh, family members who were misdiagnosed and ended up dying. It, it happens. I don't know. I don't know what you do about this. And then the, the, get a second opinion. I don't know if you've ever tried to get a second opinion. It ain't as easy as it sounds. Getting in, it, it's certainly timely. Like if you're really hurting and you're sick or you got a real, a real situation, getting a second opinion that isn't going to be a month from now or two months from now and then get paid for by your insurance ain't, ain't near as easy as it sounds. The whole get a second opinion. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't recall having had to do that in recent years, uh, so I wouldn't know, but I believe it. I mean, hard enough to get into a doctor. Heck yeah. Know. Heck yeah. And the insurance company's not thrilled at the idea of paying for this expensive test again somewhere else. Of course they aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But those are some crazy numbers, aren't they? 800,000 total? Scary. God, I'd say with roughly about half deaths and half permanent disabilities, including losing an eye or never can walk Brain again. damage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you're scaring the hell out of us. Well, grow up. 
Okay. Ah, a total change of topic. This is uh, sort of breaking news from the uh, the House Judiciary Committee uh, hearings. Uh, Michael Schellenberger tweeting, In 2020, the FBI repeatedly warned Twitter and Facebook of a forthcoming Russian disinformation operation about Hunter Biden. So they proactively went to the big social media and said, Hey, Russia's about to unleash something phony about Hunter Biden. When the New York Post published emails from his laptop, Twitter and Facebook censored the content. Now an FBI official has admitted the FBI knew the laptop was real at the time. How? This is massive. Yeah, it doesn't seem to bother people that, uh, or at least half the country doesn't bother that. The FBI, we, we learned yesterday, the IRS believed the laptop was real. They wanted access to it because that's what you do. If you come across a complicated tax cheat, you get into their computer. To get, you know, all kinds of documents and that sort of stuff, but they weren't allowed in, even though. So the my point being, the IRS knew it was real way back then. The FBI knew it was real way back then. And we were told by 50 of the most prominent intelligence officers in America that this has all the hallmark of Russian disinformation. Nothing to see here. In fact, you shouldn't even talk about it. Right. That's an outrageous story. That not only just, you shouldn't talk about it, you must not talk about it. And if you try, we will end your ability to communicate with others through any social media, for instance. That story will be lost to history. Practically, Likewise, the Wuhan lab uh, uh, leak theory. It's really, well, uh, I, again, it's shocking yet unsurprising that because of momentary advantage or disadvantage to my side, there are extremely powerful forces in America uh, the media, entertainment, uh, you know, the left side of the aisle that will ignore giant, ugly, inexcusable government malfeasance. Again, if it gives them a momentary advantage. Shocking yet unsurprising. Yeah, I don't even know what to do with this. Uh, that's the way I was feeling last night after looking at the lack of coverage of the IRS whistleblowers, which I thought was like Watergate level stuff. And so little coverage. I don't even. I don't even know what's. I don't even know what the point of this is anymore. Well, and and yeah, I don't know. I guess it was people like us and the good folks listening. Maybe the best we can do is pump the brakes on some of the worst trends in 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 the country. But I, I'm thinking about the institutions like the FBI um, and uh, whether we should revere them. No, trust them. No, respect them. But carefully and suspiciously, who would who would advocate that last attitude other than me? I would think Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, uh, George Washington, certainly. They warned us over and over again. James Monroe, Madison, the father of the Constitution, would absolutely say, oh, no, no, no. Don't establish these powerful uh, you know, bodies and then, like, trust them. That's the last thing you should do, you morons. Haven't you read anything we've written? Government is a is a uh, helpful servant, but a fearful master. We've tried to make that clear. Read the Federalist Papers. Why are you doing the Federalist Papers? Is that your James Madison's a uh, small man voice? Yes, that's what that it's is. The father of the damn Constitution. That's right, I am. That's right, I am. Try I'd that. like to see him rise from the grave and haunt you severely. Rain his little fists down on my head in anger. Maybe just take a cudgel to you. <laughs> Do ghosts do that? I don't know. So I'm looking up at the CBS uh, News, their network news. Jason Aldean's new song faces backlash. Critics say Aldean's song promotes violence and has racial undertones. 
promotes violence. So by saying, hey, those violent uh, riots that went on and on, we're not down with that. That's promoting violence. Well, Orwell will rise from his grave with James Madison. And I don't know, do a folk dance or something, because everything they told us is coming true. (laughs) I'll just do the Virginia reel together and think, well, we were right. How about that? You got a lot of people rising from their graves and you're maybe that's what it's going to (laughs) take. I know. I I don't know whether to stand on my head or spit wooden nickels. I just (laughs) that was spit with a P. Yeah, exactly. Um, on the uh, other hand, you know, next record I put out, and I probably won't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire a management company or a PR company and say, get this song banned. I don't care where and by whom. Just try to get it banned if you can. Right? No kidding. That's the best thing that can happen to you. Nobody. Yep. If you going way back to the '90s, nobody would have ever heard of Two Live Crew if they hadn't banned them in all the WalMarts or whatever. Right, exactly. The new single from Joe Getty seems to be advocating the violent overthrow of the government. It's been banned in Walmart. Yes, yes. <laughs> no kidding. Print money and go off. Go off and yep. live your life. Um, much more on the way on a bunch of different topics. I just saw a thing about how China's laughing at us over climate change. I'm going to read into that because that's what you were talking about early in the hour. And developments in immigration policy, too. <laughs> Not great, but let's keep an eye on the border. Okay. Um, did you win the lottery? Somebody did it out there. If you won the lottery, please call in and remember your customary tip to your favorite radio show of, what did you say, 1%? 1% is about 2% is encouraged. 1% is pretty much required. <laughs> Just speaking that's, to that's, that's the traditional tip. Just speaking to you who had the one ticket that won over a billion dollars, if you could please send that tip. Uh, more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best you know, mess meat there is without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating a National Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. That's Mitt Romney? Who I believe would have... He is one of the oddest creatures ever to stride the globe. <laughs> I believe he would have been a great president and very good for the country. But to say hot dog is my favorite meat... <laughs> It's a hell of a thing to say. He just seems so stiff in such an odd way, all that he's so proper every second. Hot dog is my favorite meat. I love it. And that's a hell of an odd thing to say. Out of the bun? What are you talking about? I love him with a bun. Out of the bun. With baked beans. And I wish you many happy hot dogs to come. (laughs) What? Hot dog is my favorite meat, is my favorite thing. <laughs> I think he could have been a two-term president if at some point in his life he had spent a year, say, uh, working in a diner or something like that. Mm. And just dealing with average people behaving averagely. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of diners, uh, when I walked back into the studio, you and executive producer Hanson were talking about The Bear, the TV show. Uh, yeah, I have a goal this weekend. I'm not going to reach it. I would like to see Oppenheimer. Because everybody's raving about it. 
and I want to see The Bear, which everybody's saying the best TV show ever, but neither one of them are appropriate for kids. Oppenheimer's are rated R. I didn't realize oh. that. Because he was, I did you know he was a uh, he was a uh, ladies' man cheating on his wife all the time, having affairs. And apparently, they go into great details and nudity with that. So anyway, so I can't see the bear or Oppenheimer. But yeah, you're you're digging the bear. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Um, you know what's funny is uh, people keep telling me, "Hey, get past like the fifth episode or the sixth or whatever." Judy and I started Succession too, and didn't love it. And her friends are like, "Oh, no, 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 no! You got to get past the wedding or something." And uh, what a funny phenomenon that was! Because back in the day. If the first two or three episodes didn't grab you, that show would fail. You didn't have, you know, your friends and family who'd already seen all of the first season or whatever to tell you, oh, no, hang in there, hang with it. It gets great. Yeah, but back in the day, all the television, all the stuff was stupid. It was stupid. It right. was just but was it dumb. good, stupid, or bad, stupid? Well, it was good, stupid. I plenty. I certainly spent enough years of my life watching it. But to me, to have anything worth a damn, it's almost like a novel. It's almost got to be slow and ponderous, laying out the story to be mm-hmm. any good. Yeah, that's a good point, and and I think it's to the advantage of the art eventually. But uh, and and Katie, you're a bear fan, right? The bear. I am. Yeah, Judy and I, we got several episodes in. It is brilliantly done. It's brilliantly written, shot, acted, the rest of it. One, it's what's just, the elevator pitch on this? I don't even remember what it's about. Uh, brilliant, decorated chef forced to take over his dead brother's sandwich shop in Chicago struggles. Oh, so it's Dinner not table events. Bear Eats Campers, Rangers. No, that's the man's him. nickname. It's not a large, hairy uh, mammal. Well, he is a fairly large, hairy mammal, but not that one. Uh, so, but it's it's brilliantly done. Uh, but it's I just it's 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 kind of dark and relentlessly stressed out. <laughs> that that is a very common theme well, in the show, and that will continue. Uh, we finished. Uh, my husband and I finished both seasons that are available right now. But there is an episode in season two. Joe, that is going to grab you right back into well, it and just really lays out the story. Go back to watching According to Jim or whatever fare you can handle <laughs> if the why bear you... is too slow for you. <laughs> I didn't say it's... Why are you insulting me? I don't know. According <laughs> to Jim? Why? I never. <laughs> yeah, get back to Will and Grace, Joe. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's just, it's a funny thing. No, no, no. You got to go get through the first six episodes. What? what, what why? <laughs> No, no, no! You got to read the first two eight hundred page books. The third one is where you really, yeah, take oh, the yeah. first ten bites of the meal. Then it gets good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, an interesting no, phenomenon. Be married to him for six years. That's when it becomes. <laughs> you really understand why you did wow. it. Wow! Oh, then you'll really. Oh, he'll be the husband of your dreams. <laughs> you know oh. what? Though you're right. It is. It is a state of constant chaos. Like the, it is a stressful yeah. show to watch in in a bizarrely good way yeah the characters are super compelling and and brilliantly acted again but uh judy and i we just we found ourselves getting kind of tired so we excuse me went not back to according to jim but, but to game of thrones where we re-watching game of thrones because watching people hack each other to death with swords is less stressful than the bear <laughs> Hanson, our, exe- our, ex- our executive producer suggests Shame. doing one episode at a time as opposed to like binge watching it, multiple episodes. How interesting. Yeah. Wow. So now great shows come with a prescription of how to take them. <laughs> it was a Game bummer. Game of Thrones, though, take get- three of these in the evening. The bear, once a day. <laughs> Two is an overdose. <laughs> 
It was. It, it, it is a bummer, though, that with the writer strike and everything going on, we're going to have to wait over a year for the rest of the story. Oh, really? Oh. So the, the Bears got two seasons out, and there aren't any more planned because of the strike? Yeah, it kind of leaves you like, damn. Really hanging. Hey, I didn't even get to one of the things I wanted to bring up, and that is that the children's TV is YouTube. And it's amazing and awesome and huge and profitable and wonderful and terrible. Yeah, I would like to talk about that because my kids watch a lot of YouTube. Um, If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.